Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Les Bowen. Good to talk to everyone again. Uh, Paul Domowich. Hi, Jeff and Les. <laughs> and we're from the Philadelphia Inquirer, Philadelphia Daily News, and Inquirer.com. Before we get started talking about the Eagles, a few promos. Inquirer.com slash Eagles if you want to read all our stories. Uh, if you want to subscribe to Inquirer.com, you can go right there and we would appreciate Plug it. away. Yeah. Give us your credit card, sure please. sure catch less on Love Island this week. <laughs> Give us your credit card. <laughs> and then we have the Early Bird Early Birds newsletter, which comes in your email every morning. So uh, inquire.com slash Eagles and pick it up there. Um, now on to the Eagles. We are in week three, training camp, dog days of training camp. And uh, the second preseason game is upon us uh, Thursday night in Jacksonville. We don't know yet if Carson Wentz will play. Oh, I think we do. <laughs> what do you think, Les? I just don't think he, he's going to. I, I, I'll be shocked. I mean, he might play some in the third game, but I, all indications are they're going to keep everybody under wraps that they possibly can. It seemed that way with the practices Saturday and Sunday. Carson took a lot of reps. Yes. Now, he didn't, in my estimation, look particularly sharp. In both mm-hmm. those practices, I mean, there were obviously great throws, but there was probably more bad than good, I'd say, in those practices. And that's fine; it happens. I'm not trying to make a big deal of that. My point is, does he need a live situation to get ready for the season? I think he needs at least one. Uh, you know, you talk to quarterbacks who don't play at all in the preseason, and they'll say, you know, you get a false sense of security when you're wearing that red red shirt right. in practice. There's got to be, you know, it doesn't have to be very long, but but you'd like to at least a couple series at some point have people coming at you that you know can tackle you. Uh, so, but, again, I'm going to agree with Les and say that probably doesn't happen until till week three. Now, do they look at next week's inter-squad practices against the Ravens as being good enough? And they decide, okay, let's say he has two good practices there. Well, I hadn't thought about that. That's a good question. Uh, you know, I just – it is a problem for – Guys at every position. I mean, Brandon Graham has talked about not being happy with not playing at all in the preseason last year as he recovered from that ankle surgery. And he didn't play in the first game, though. <laughs> Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles, uh, you know, was held out of everything last preseason, ended up suffering a serious injury when yeah. he finally got on the field. I, I don't know that I, – I understand the impetus behind – you know, you saw with Nate Sudfeld why they don't want to do this. Darren's, but Darren's I don't Sproles know. Hasn't carried the football since 2015 yeah. in the preseason. <laughs> you know, but it's I, I don't know that you get ready. I, I mean, I think maybe they're not that. You're, you're talking about a coach who's very secure here in Doug Peterson, and a team that thinks it's going to be real good. And I think I honestly think they're willing to have a slow start to the regular season. You know, uh, if that's what it takes. To well, get you can do it healthy. against the Redskins at home. Yeah. If there's a good team, if there's a team that you say, okay, Carson, you you have one drive to kind of get your feet underneath mm-hmm. you or get used to live. I'm trying to recall that when they've had some joint pack practices in the past, pre-Doug, weren't they usually week two with the Patriots? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the first time they've ever this had a joint pack practice, yes. which is kind of interesting because week three is generally the week your teams play their starters the most. But if they're going to go at each other in two days of joint practices. It's going to be interesting to see if, if one or both of these teams yes. come game day. I could be wrong, but I think they had week three two years ago against the Ravens. The Ravens? Yep. And, and they had, 
Yeah. All I remember about that was Steve Smith. Huh. Talking yeah. to Steve Smith. Yeah, Steve Smith. Do you recall Smith how many of the starters – did Doug play most of his starters uh, in the game? I can't remember. I think he did. This is but like not long, but but yeah, not as long. Carson played that whole entire preseason, yeah, uh, and he was good. Um, yeah. He didn't, you know, they didn't play a lot. He didn't throw a lot of passes, but uh, he played a fair amount. He played in three games, and they they shelved him. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I agree with Les. Probably not this next game, but but probably game three. I mean, one series yeah. should be enough. The problem is, if you get Carson out there, you want to have the real offensive line in front of him. You know, and I Kelsey was uh, standing around today with a wrap on his calf, and you know I, they don't want to play Lane Johnson in the preseason. Yeah, he's now officially out. We'll yeah, I don't know that you want second. to put Wentz out there with yeah. with uh, you know Jordan Mailata and uh, you know Sumalo at center and and somebody else at guard, and yeah, I, you know, I, that's like I think it's a consideration. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting because again. Look, the backup quarterback situation is one of those ones where it's like only, you know, break glass in case of emergency sort of thing. You wait until uh, somebody gets hurt. But it sounds like or it seems like they're going to go with Cody Cody Kessler here and they're not going to sign somebody mm-hmm. either now or closer to the start of the season. My guess would be if you were going to sign a quarterback, you'd sign him now because he's got to get in and learn right. the offense. Yeah, you would think there's a tendency to think, well, when everybody cuts down, there might be a quarterback all of a sudden available that's going to be way better but the problem is that will happen a week before the season starts you're only going to be missing Sudfeld a few weeks so that really does you no good whatsoever and who and I mean what team's going to cut down anybody right. worth we're well, signing the, the problem here is not so much I mean they can get by for two games uh, with Kessler but they're not able to evaluate Sudfeld yeah I, I, and and it's going to yeah. be too late to evaluate him when he comes back so they're basically stuck. I mean, if Sudfeld had not played well in the preseason, they could have gone to plan B and yep. found somebody, taught him the offense with the hope that when, you know, By when Wentz they gets hurt. Him, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they were, it's they too were late to do that. When they he were gets pretty back. much boxed. I feel like they were just pretty much boxed yeah. in the corner of Sudfeld when they made the decision. But I think season. Nate could have used this time. And I, he said that when he was Friday, I guess it was, when he was out there uh, Saturday. It was Saturday. They didn't have practice Friday. Saturday, Nate was out there. And, you know, this would have been – he he's a guy who's played in three regular season games, and these preseason games are precious to him, yeah. you know? And, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, that was the story I wrote leading into the game. And, Dama, you pretty much wrote the same thing to an extent a few a few weeks earlier. It's just like, I mean, he doesn't have experience. And, again, it's catch-22. You can't get experience, you yeah, know, until right. you get experience. Yeah. So, um, you know – it's going to hurt him a little bit. Uh, the Eagles are hoping nothing happens to Carson Wentz, and that's why yes. you think, okay, maybe they're just going to bubble wrap him until the start of the season. Um, Kessler, he still doesn't look very good. Nope. Um, it's Most of his passes completed are of the check down variety. Uh, when he does have to throw down the field, it's just, it's just not clean. Um, look, again, this may not happen at all. I mean, he may just be holding the clipboard for the first several mm-hmm. weeks, but – Let's say they do need him for an extended period. Can he? Can you put him in and win a game? I think you probably can, but you're not going to throw deep. I think you're going to keep it short. I think you're going to have him do RPO stuff, which I think he can probably do. He's very athletic. Uh, I might trust him more, you know, running the ball than I do passing the ball. Yeah. And you try to win, you know, 17 to 16 or something. Yeah, Deshaun uh, can pretty much take those weeks off. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he's not getting the ball. Listen, end around. Run the That's end right. around. Yeah, they'll be running in defense. That's what they're trying to win those games with. Uh, and Clayton Thorson is not going to be the solution either. Oh, my heavens, no. At this point, I, I would imagine they cut him and, and try and kind of sneak him on the practice the thing about, you know, The thing about Cody is he's a smart kid. He processes things pretty quickly. It's just that, so I mean, he knows where things need, where the ball needs to be. Mm-hmm. He recognizes, you know, he rec- he can read defenses quickly. It's just he doesn't have a great arm. Uh, but the question is, when you don't have a great arm, you need to compensate. You right. need to know that, you, you know, and he doesn't have a great arm. He's no. not particularly accurate, and he's not tall. So he, right. it just seems yeah. like he's always. Trying to yeah. and the Eagles have a tall offensive line. Right, you're trying to envision what where you're throwing the ball down the field. Um, the good news is they have Carson Wentz. The bad news is they've kind of started to pile up some injuries here. Yep. Um, we just found out that Lane Johnson and Dallas Goddard are going to be pretty much shut down for the rest of the preseason. No big deal. And we, we both spoke to Goddard today, less than I, and he said that it's a strain in his calf and uh, tightness. I think is exactly mm-hmm. what he said, and he should be back even before. Right. They start practicing and preparing for week one. I don't think he's the problem. But Lane Johnson had been wearing a knee brace at the start of camp. Yep. Saying that, you know, preventative measure. He played last year all throughout mm-hmm. all of last year with the MCL sprain. But we haven't seen him uh, these last several days. Yeah. And they're saying he's going to be Which fine. Which is very unusual for Lane. Yeah. So you're just wondering. I mean, Fletcher Cox hasn't been out there the last few days. Rodney McLeod had a little bit of a scare at practice on Sunday. They gave him what they quote, unquote, a vet day. Yeah. But you wonder. I saw him running on his own. He yeah. looks fine. He looks fine. He says he's gonna be back tomorrow. It's, it's a little disconcerting that they don't that you know the guy takes one hit in practice and and there's all of a sudden a you know giving a twenty nine year old twenty eight year old a vet day. Right. You know? I mean Jason Kelsey, you can kind of understand. He's over thirty. He played through injuries last year as well. Um, the other guys that uh, Nigel Bradham. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk to him, of all the guys, oh yeah, we'll be, I'll be back. I'll be back. Nigel. He's not. I don't that. know. Yeah, yeah, I don't. He's like, I don't know if I'm gonna be back in time. Yeah. And linebacker is an issue. Um, yeah. If he's not in there, that's that's not uh, that's not a great uh, scenario because you know Camus Grugier-Hill isn't gonna be ready for the start of the season. Correct. So yeah, it's gonna be Nate Jerry and uh, Alex Singleton Zach, or somebody. Zach Brown. Yeah. Right. Uh, good news on the injury front is that Derek Barnett's been doing a lot more. Yes. In terms of team drills, and he looks pretty good. I thought he looked very good. Yesterday, and he looked pretty good today, chasing yes. after Andre Dillard. Yes. Uh, today, <laughs> today was a light practice, uh, 10, 10, 10 practice. Uh, you probably heard us talk about those practices before. They're not meant to be especially competitive, but for Andre Dillard, he probably didn't get the memo. He yeah. was, he, I mean, he leveled Jonathan Cyprian to the turf mm-hmm. on, on one play. Cyprian was not happy about it. He got up. He had to be held back by a couple players, and then a couple series later, they are doing red zone drills, and Carson Wentz threw a touchdown pass. And out of nowhere, I mean, full-on brawl. Every yeah. player. And I didn't really see exactly what started it. Um, later on, someone told me it was Barnett went after Dillard. Um, clearly, as we found out later from players telling us, Dillard was going too hard, mm-hmm. um, which I'm okay with. You kind of want to see yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. I like a little John running in him, you know? Yeah. But after practice, it was interesting to watch what was happening. They did this in full view. Howie and – Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson called Dillard over and pretty much, hey, dude, you can't be doing this, blah, blah, blah. And he got emotional. Yeah. Mm. Our photographer, David Mileta, caught it on the camera to the point where he was crying. Yeah. 
uh, you know, I guess it happens. I mean, you, you get kind of, you have this build up um, emotion and all of a sudden comes out of you. He put his helmet back on. And then I think they called Barnett over yeah. and basically had those two hug it out. Mm-hmm. Neither wanted to talk after practice. Um, I'm like, I don't want to make a big deal about this. This happens. Right. But it does tell you a little bit about, a little more about Dillard. Don't yeah. you think about, you know, th- he's a pretty mild-mannered guy when you think about mm-hmm. it. To see him out there playing this way, I kind of like it, I think. I also think it tells you a little bit about the concern the Eagles have for keeping people healthy. I mean, if I don't think Derek, I don't, I don't think Howie and Doug Peterson would have would have given a damn if this weren't a player coming off a shoulder injury that they really need to play mm-hmm. big this year. Well, That's on top of thought. that, Barnett clearly upset on the next rep they went against each other. It was another, it was a period later, really went out at Dillard and then gave him a little extra push, yeah. and to the point where Dillard stepped on Carson's fo- Carson Wentz's foot. Mm. You can't have that happen. No, no, <laughs> you don't want to be yeah. touching the quarterback. No. So I think, you know, but I've never seen a 10-10 practice like that as, mm. as intense. Um, but and we're getting a little bit, you know, what are we, three dog weeks days. in? Yep, yep. Yeah, this kind of thing you kind of expect it at some point. Yeah, and I talked to a couple, I'm sure you guys, I talked to a couple of offensive linemen. 10, 10, 10. Yeah, right. I mean, Brandon Brooks is telling me, he's like, I loved it. I loved it as a kid. I like to see <laughs> that kind of fire, you know. So, But I think an unpadded practice, I think – I have seen guys get uh, angry because you're not expecting right. big hits in unpadded practices. And if someone does it, then you're much more affronted than you yeah, would be in a normal off, yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean, like I saw Josh Hawkins tackle Charles Johnson to the ground at mm-hmm. one point earlier. Johnson clearly wasn't happy about it. But Hawkins is a guy that's like fighting for a roster right. spot. You can kind of see it on those third teams. But for Dillard to be going out there and really pushing it, yeah. You know, a guy yeah. who's clearly going to win the team. Um, but, you know. Makes me wonder, since he is a soft-spoken guy, if he thought people were trying to, you know, push him a little bit, that he right. that they, they thought that he wasn't tough or something and he was going to show everybody. I don't right. know. Right. Like, yeah, we, we haven't if talked to him. If he'd have talked to me, I yeah. would have known. He, no, he but, declined. Uh, no, but this is like – this is potentially something that you uh, – hopefully we find out more. Yeah. I mean, this could be like a, a something that, that motivates him or I don't know. Right down down the road um so this that'll segue i think talking about barnett into the defensive end situation mm-hmm. which is an interesting one we've talked about several times because you get rid of michael bennett bennett and then chris long retires and then joe osman gets hurt and then joe osman gets hurt not that joe osman was going to come in and be the right. savior but vinnie curry is your third mm-hmm. guy and then your fourth guy i guess is supposed to be josh sweat Mm-hmm. It kind of came out with gangbusters. Didn't look great on Thursday night. Pretty good, though, going up against Tyler um, Luan. Luan. Yeah. Um, that's a tough assignment. But they, they keep yeah. bringing in guys. What do you think? They, that's what do you, right. That's, what do they think? What do they think of the defensive end? Position? That's what I was going to say is they keep signing defensive ends or trading for defensive ends. It's very uh, it's, it's notable to me. I think it indicates that they aren't sure that they have what they need. And, uh, you know, I'll be real interested to see yeah. how all this shakes out and who has what role. I thought Sharif Miller looked a little better than I expected in the preseason. Opener. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's just hard to it's hard to put all this together right well, now. Well, I mean, they have, you know, I mean, I'm sure they're 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 very optimistic that, that Barnett is going to come back healthy and have mm-hmm. a great year. But he's coming off a really major injury. So, I mean, there, yeah. there's a question there. Vinnie Curry has had more than four sacks in a season once, once. in his career. Yeah. 
So there's a question there. So, I mean, if and, and, and while they've bulked up that inside, you know, how he does, how he knows the last thing he wants, to, especially when he's traded, he, he caught some heat for trading away Michael mm-hmm. Bennett, for not talking Chris Long uh, to very hard out of, of going into retirement. So he wants to make sure that, that his butt is covered on the back end there with, with as much depth as they can get at defensive end. You know, the, the Eli Harold thing is interesting because I, I'm, I'd be curious. I don't know who made the call first. You know, the Bills lost a, two more offensive linemen in their preseason game and were needed. I mean, Ryan Bates isn't great shakes, but he's an offensive lineman. Uh, he's a body. Uh, my guess is that, you know, the Eagles said, well, you know, they, they called the Eagles, A, because they have a relationship with McDermott, and B, they know the Eagles have a ton of offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And so they agreed to give him Bates, and they said, we want Harold. And, and I, I think Harold can – I think he can – he's he's in a 4-3 as a, de, as a defensive end for the first time since college. I think if he's ever going to succeed and be something special – it could be here. Yeah, they're, so trying I think to, they're trying to find lightning in a bottle with, exactly. somebody, with some of yeah. these guys. Yeah. I and mean, he's got he's got good size. I mean, he, yeah. he looks like really really strong. Um, he had a couple good rushes in one on ones. Yeah. Who was who's sixty six? Who's sixty six? Well, they signed. Bali, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, he he's got a little bit of a motor. And then yeah. we yeah. we we didn't mention Deshaun Hall. Right. Right. Who, who got a very good played, played preseason well, game. Yeah, very good so, in the preseason. Yeah. And Jim uh, Schwartz talked about him a little bit. Yeah. He's like, you know, that was another guy coming from a three four who played yeah. Yeah. some some stand up and trying to teach him the system. Yeah. A third round pick. I mean, I never saw a team. Carolina gave up on him after one year. And yeah. I talked to some people in Carolina that just said he he did nothing. I mean, he just mm. he was invisible. Now, what he's done since he got here uh, is add, I believe he said the other day, 22, 25 pounds. He's much bigger. He's much yeah. stronger. The Eagles have, have done this with a lot of guys during this offseason. I mean, they made him add some muscle and weight. Uh, so it'll be, you know, I I like what, what they did as far as at least having potential bodies to turn into uh, that possible fourth guy in the rotation, a fifth guy, a fifth defensive end, it'll be on the roster. So, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, Les, you're working on um, story about Isaac Sayomalu. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Are I, you? I am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he's uh, been doing some backup center. Yeah, he was uh, the center today with Kelsey sitting out. Yeah, and we saw that a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. and we saw that last year, but snaps were an issue, and they're not an right. issue anymore. They are for Wiz, yeah. apparently, because yeah. Wiz can't. That's weird, isn't it? And the weird. I mean, this guy's been doing his entire yeah. career, and all of a sudden it's a right. problem. Well, Suomalo, an interesting part of this story is whenever you talk to, like, Jeff Stoutland about Suomalo, this is something I don't think fans think about at all. He extols how Suomalo is a guy you can play at any of the three offensive line positions and he will do a competent job and there aren't guys like that that's you know that's really rare it's like a guy that can play all nine positions in baseball or something you know right uh jose okendo yeah you know that that's but he is a solid left guard now i think maybe not a pro bowl left guard but a guy that you don't worry about out there and he can still play the other two spots and without a lot of prep. Uh, they say he's really a smart guy, which, as reporters, we don't see because he really hates talking to us. 
Yeah. I mean, I came over to interview him today, and I asked how his day was going. He said, well, it's been great until you came over. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, uh, and he wasn't really kidding. Yeah, but he wasn't the uh, only one who has that reaction. But he didn't run True. Out. He didn't I get run that a lot. Yeah. I get that a lot. But, uh, yeah, Sumalo, uh, you know, I think the story is that for the first time since he got here, there's not been much talk about him because he everybody assumes that he's People. solid and and ready to roll and uh you know he seems very comfortable and very uh confident in what is, he's doing is he like a jack of all master of none yeah I, I, it's too early to say that uh but it that's possible i mean that's very possible i mean initially we didn't think he could play guard you know yeah. i mean he was getting killed out there uh i still think he might be a better center than anything else i, I think, think they be think a really kelsey, big center jason you know? kelsey has told me he's like that's my replacement that's yeah. going to be the guys you guys aren't paying attention that's that's right. his best position he's a really bright guy we don't get to see that that part yeah. of him because he really just doesn't want to talk to us yeah. but apparently he's a very bright man even though he can play tackle because he's athletic he's not he doesn't have the length right that you really look for there in a starter but you know he's Strong. so athletic that he can very powerful get out there and 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 keep people off the quarterback yeah. if he has to, but I yeah I think the center is is where he's uh, he's headed in a year or two when Kelsey hangs it up. But uh, yeah, that's basically what I'm writing is uh, hey nobody's talking about Isaac Suamalo yeah. and that's good. <laughs> this offensive I mean would you guys agree that this may be the deepest offensive line they've had in years? Yeah, yeah. I mean they go ten yeah. deep. Yeah, although I'm still. I think the jury's still out on There's some Jordan Mailata, and the jury is still oh, sure. out on Matt Pryor. Matt sure, Pryor, I'm not sure, is very good. Yeah, but when you think Mailata, I still see, has incredible talent. I don't know. Moving him to the right side, they had to do it because they drafted Andre Dillard, and you, yeah. know, you don't want Mailata yeah. being the third-string left tackle. But, but, when you but look, I don't know that Mailata – I think that set him back, moving him to the yes, other yeah. side. a little bit. But when you look around the league at other teams and see what they've got as backups. It's yeah. so true. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's, what, that's what I mean. I mean, at least, you know, they've got guys that look like they can play. Right. Well, and, and Dillard looks good. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, he's got, obviously got some, some – I mean, nobody's going to be going – you know, Eagles fans are not going to be, like, uh, grabbing their towels and putting it over their head th- this year when, when Jason Peters goes down for uh, – uh, whatever injuries, right? Certain this, get. Yeah, this guy's not a bust. Yeah, right. I mean, he is the f- furthest from it. He could end up being Pro yeah. Bowl caliber left tackle. Yeah. He's just so got a, smooth. Yeah, very smooth. And once he gets that NFL body, mm-hmm. again, I feel like he gets he has to get a little stronger, bigger mm-hmm. up top. Yeah, he could be he could be here for 10, 15 years. Well, the other thing we need to talk about real quickly when we're talking about offensive line is talking to Brandon Brooks today. Uh, he was doing a lot of work out there after practice with Isaac Suamalo, stuff like that. And Brooks is going to the doctor, I think it's Wednesday, and he really hopes that he's going to get fully clear, full clearance to go full team, yeah. which would be astonishing. Seven months after yeah. Achilles surgery, you know, uh, I don't know if that means he plays week one, but it certainly is an encouraging sign. And that's one of the things, if there was something to worry about on this offensive line, it would be, Big V at right guard. Yeah. But if Big V isn't really going to play any right guard as a starter, you know, that's different. I wonder with – I mean, none of us here are are doctors, but is the fact that he doesn't have to run a lot make it easier for him to come back from Achilles, or does the fact that he has to put so much pressure on it make it more difficult? I don't know. What's You're talking about a guy that weighs like 350 there. So I'm just amazed. I hope – Yeah. 
the medical staff or whoever he's working with uh, really knows what they're doing and yeah. you know this isn't going to be some well, kind of the problem with playing in the interior too is your feet are getting stepped on yeah. you're stepping on other people's yeah. feet you know a lot of times that's how you know that kind of triggers a, an achilles i mean uh so but the, you know you're right i mean they're if, if their doctors feel he's ready uh, they got nobody to blame but themselves. Yep. Right. All right. Well, this will uh, be the last we speak with you guys until the after the game. So we'll be in ja- beautiful Jacksonville with Nick, with uh, Big Nick, and he didn't play in his first preseason game, but I imagine he'll play a little bit in the second one. Um, so it'll be interesting we to certainly see. hope so. We need something to write about. Yeah, that's a team that actually has a lot more injuries than the Eagles. So yeah, uh, we'll see what the competitive. Uh, competitiveness is is like in that game but um thanks for uh listening to us uh that's les bowman les bowman that's paul domowich i'm jeff mcclain hasta la vista baby uh this is the bird's eye view podcast remember to subscribe at inquire.com hop on the uh early birds newsletter and read all our stories again at inquire.com slash eagles bye-bye go out and buy a paper yeah, buy a paper <laughs>